0: Welcome to Never Cursed Tell the podcast, the last installment of our series. Very entertaining, but it's over now. I had to come back and record another intro just to let everybody know we had kind of our bye week there <laughs> last week um, because I suffered some losses in my family. Yes, more than one. Um, and then a lot of other stuff have been going on and Although I have the episodes pre-recorded for the series, I just wasn't in a space to release it and receive the feedback at that time because I really needed to focus on my family. Um, But I'm back and I have the final episode ready for you guys and I hope you enjoy. This is not the final episode of the season, just of the series. All right, enjoy. Okay, so I know what you all are probably thinking after some of the bombs I dropped in the last episode. I know that there are questions and I, listen, I no longer feel the need to protect anybody. So I know that it might start some shit, cause some shit. I really don't care. I have gotten, you know, some followings. (laughs) Uh, from people that like in places where I know I don't know anyone that are just completely outside of my sphere of influence Um, so the podcast is getting pretty popular you know you all helped me get to a point where I could monetize last year Um, and so I know that by being a monetized podcast and expanding the way I have that this is going to get out there and it's going to get back to my ex and I don't care. I mean, I told him I was doing it anyway. I guess he thought I was asking him, and he was like, No, people need to mind their business. And I'm like, Whatever, I wasn't asking you. I was just letting you know. Cause some people will come for you, like, don't play with me. My people don't play about me. God my god, don't play by me. My ancestors don't play by me. Like <laughs> you fucked up they're going to have questions and I just wanted to let you know it's out there. But anyway, number one question, was she really pregnant? And the answer, drum roll, please. Yes, the motherfucker was, <laughs> but y'all, it's not that simple. It's crazy because... She said to him that she was sleeping with other people, unprotected, not just him, which pissed me off even more so because not only, this pissed me off with Corey, I mean, because not only were you cheating on your pregnant wife at home, and I think I've said this before, and like, risking getting someone else pregnant or whatever to me that's not even the worst case scenario because I mean babies come from sex you out here fucking around there's always the possibility that somebody's gonna get pregnant period but while that is heartbreaking what broke my heart even more was the betrayal of knowing that you put my and my child's life in danger by Sleeping with me as your wife and also being out here fucking these hoes who are fucking other niggas. Like, what are you thinking? Like, HIV is not real. Like, chlamydia is not real. Like, gonorrhea is not real. Like, fucking trick is not real. Like, come on. You couldn't even respect me enough and care about your child's life enough to protect yourself with somebody you knew was dealing with other people come on but I guess he was so caught up so in love he wanted it to be his so the day of her labor comes and without a DNA test in sight he went to the hospital and signed the birth certificate (laughs) I laugh because is you dumb (laughs) like is you dumb but, you know, it is what it is. He did what he did. Now, it definitely had consequences and repercussions for me and my children. Because I don't know how much y'all know about the state of Louisiana and child support court. But it is a race to the courthouse. And she beat me to the courthouse. Um, And so, for one child, she gets more money than I get for three. You know? But that's the way the cookie crumbles. There is quite literally nothing I can do about it. Um, but... To answer the questions you all may have about whether she was really pregnant. The answer is yes. Is it really his? Nigga don't know. <laughs> Nigga don't know. That's all I got for y'all. Um, Don't know. So, you know, time went on and um, the bitch was delusional. She would tell him things once she had her kid. Like, she don't want her kid around me, around my children, etc., because she don't trust me. No, bitch, you're afraid that I'm going to retaliate against you for all the shit you pulled on me. Um, but I'm not going to hurt you, little baby. Like, go on about your business. I don't particularly want my kids around yours either or around you um, until this situation is not so volatile, you know? And that's the way I have felt and the way I have operated ever since. I need to protect my peace. And that's just the space that I'm in. We're navigating, figuring out how to fucking co-parent because that in itself is very, very complicated, um, especially with me moving away. But y'all, I had to. I needed a change of scenery. I needed a change of pace. Um, I needed to step up in my career at the time, which was still in an education. Um, and that has led me to some places that I never imagined I would be. And I'm excited about that. But it took a while to get here. So... Let me take y'all back. So no matter how much we fought, how much we were into it, how much drama and toxicity there was, he was not going anywhere. He was not going to leave the relationship, like, officially. He was not going to file for divorce. And I didn't necessarily want us to still be together. But I felt like if he really wants his divorce, he is going to go do it. So obviously he don't want it. Like... If you really don't want to be here, then you're going to have to go ahead and do that process because number one, I ain't got no fucking money. (laughs) I'm not about to uh, stress myself out financially or otherwise trying to do something that you want. This is what you asked for. You did this. And it was just dragging on and on and on. Y'all, my divorce wasn't finalized until literally the last month of 2020. Okay. Like he... And all this stuff happened. If you remember back to episode one of the series, I told y'all this began in September of 17. All right. So we're talking about three years of the back and forth of the abuse of the frustration and the toxicity and the anger and the fighting with this bitch. And it was just so much happening But I felt like I'm not responsible for any of it. So the burden should not be on me. Worst decision ever, y'all. Like, I should have gotten out, y'all. And I know y'all hear me say this over and over. I should have gotten out way before I did, a long time ago. And then when I finally did, the weight of everything, of being a single mom now, of being thrust back into the dating pool filled with piss and no glory. Like it was shocking. It was a shock to my system. Like you're talking about somebody I have been with since I was a child. Um, seriously, a child. <laughs> so it was hard uh, and it was complicated to walk away from. Our families are so interconnected and our lives were so intertwined that It was easier to stay in it and do the back and forth. And even in this economy, we couldn't afford to support two households um, and make sure that the kids were taken care of financially as well and all our bills and everything else. So we were still living together. We were still living together and he was doing him and I was doing me. And it was just weird (laughs) and awkward And I, zero out of 10, do not recommend (laughs) at all. Shit was ghetto. And during those three years, there was constant arguing about where his time would be split. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, co-parenting is no joke. And I'm, listen, we're talking about my journey and my process and my divorce and what happened. There was also so much back and forth about finalizing it and what that would look like for the kids and even down to simple shit like me keeping his last name whether I would or wouldn't and there's been you know some speculation about that as well and I don't mind sharing yes I still have his last name not because I want it <laughs> necessarily I guess I was kind I of I can't say indifferent because that's not true I kept it for a very specific reason. And it just goes to show you how much our childhoods impact and influence us and our decisions later in life. But my mom does not have the same last name as me, right? My mom and my dad were never married. I have my dad's last name, but I was raised by my mom. And that's who came to events at school and had me registered for all my activities and whatnot. And it was very obvious. I'm not saying that nobody had different last names from their parents, but in the environments that my mom had me in for school and activities and whatnot, because she wanted to provide me with access to so much that she did not have access to when she was a child. I tended to be in spaces where children shared the family name with their parents. And so people would, automatically call my mom, Miss Johnson. And she had like this visceral reaction that I don't even think she realized, or I don't think she recognized that I noticed. And it made her super uncomfortable. She wouldn't correct anybody. She wouldn't say anything, but I could tell it made her uncomfortable. And that made me uncomfortable. And I was embarrassed by the fact that not by my mom, but just by the fact that we didn't have the same last name it bothered me. It also made things difficult with school sometimes. This was early 90s, right? I know things have gotten a lot better, but I'm scarred. Like, what can I say? I'm just scarred from my experience. Um, But just like her having to bring in certain documents and things to prove that I'm her child or even now, like when I'm doing things with my kids, if my kids are at school and you know, they're with someone, let's say like a substitute or someone like that, that doesn't quite know me or know the system. And they just like the the system that they keep records in inside the school. And they're looking for the parent of this child because something's going on. They're going to go type in, you know, tablet, they're not going to type in Johnson, like they, the first, I think, natural instinct is to go and look up the child's last name. And so it just makes it a little bit more simpler. I don't know if I'm making sense or if it sounds like I'm rambling, but that legitimately was my reason. And it didn't bother me. I had been over the last few years indifferent to hearing it. And now, y'all, one day I was in my classroom teaching and one of my students, my my kids always call me Miss T or Miss Tap or whatever. One of my students goes, Miss Tablet. And I just had that same visceral reaction that my mom used to have. (laughs) And I was like, ugh. Like a switch just went off. Somebody flipped the switch. And and then right after that, a colleague walked in and said the same thing. Because in education, we refer to each other by last name. And I was like, ugh. Like, don't call me that. Just don't call me that. And it might be because of the space I'm in. Being in a different relationship or whatever, like being something that, you know, I just don't like it anymore. <laughs> I don't want to hear it, but I'm not going to change it because it is a pain in the ass to change your name. And so I plan to hopefully do that one day in the future um, when I get married again. If I get married again, I don't know what the fuck is going on. With my Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I ain't making any kind of claims for my love life. I don't know what the Lord has in store for me. Um, But if I ever get married again, that is when I will go through the process of changing my name. I am not about to go back to Johnson and then have to switch to anything else again. Like I'm not doing it. And it matters to me. I know every woman doesn't care about that. I know we live in, you know, a new age where people are like, you don't have to take your husband's last name. I get it. I agree. I want to. Um, so anyway, I say all that to say that was another thing we had to discuss with the divorce was like, if I get remarried, can the kids have a new last name or hyphenated last name, not like drop his, but just, you know, hyphenated or whatever. Those were all the little nitty gritty things we had to discuss. And it was a lot. And I feel like that's one of the reasons you can never rely on men to leave a relationship, especially a marriage when there's so much riding on it. Cause it's, they don't want to think that far. And let's be honest, that was the, the nature of my previous relationship as well. Like I did all the, the business, right. And I took care of all that type of stuff. So like, why would he take initiative to go do something like that? I don't know. And I don't know why I waited around for it, but I'm glad that, What matters is I did it and I got out and I no longer have to suffer mental, emotional, verbal, physical abuse at the hands of anyone. But the question now is how do we heal? And when I say we, I do mean he and I as a collective because we have kids together and it affects them and we are not healed. It is still a pretty volatile situation at times. It has gotten a lot better, but I don't think I've ever gotten what I feel like I am owed, which is a genuine apology and the effort to be a parent, a co-parent with me. Um, But I don't know if I'm ever going to get that. And I'm working through accepting that in therapy. So that's all that. I've mentioned in earlier episodes about grief and grieving what I thought I would get, not just as far as a marriage and the nuclear family and all of that, but a partner Um, and divorced or not, I should still have a partner in parenting our kids. And I just don't. And I'm going to be real and say that and put that out there. And I don't care who the fuck gets mad. I honestly don't because I don't have that. And That's something I have to work through um, because I can accept it in my common sense, right? Cognitively, I am aware that that's just the situation and I can't change it. But then when I'm in the thick of it, raising these kids and I'm stressed and depressed and the person who went half on a baby with me (laughs) on three of them motherfuckers, can't do what he's supposed to do yet somehow can manage to be present for a child you created supposedly outside of and I'm not delusional y'all listen the moment I see a DNA test I will be the first to be like congratulations on your new child (laughs) well not new at this point but I still have yet to see that so I'm gonna keep saying supposedly the child you fathered outside of your marriage you spend all this time with right um and don't y'all don't be like but chris you moved no my nigga before i moved um that was one of the reasons i knew moving would be fine because you don't do what you're supposed to do with them 20 minutes away from you so i'm not about to put my life on hold waiting around for you to decide to step up to be a father like i'm just not doing it so all of our mutual common friends like y'all can be fooled by him posting pictures that he gets sent in a text message if y'all want and and believe that he spends time where he's kid, barely okay barely um but he can make the effort to go on field trips and pick the other kid up from school and babysit so that the mom can have some you know me time and all of that but chris has never gotten those things even when chris is in town with her children um so there is no excuse period point blank i don't want to hear it um again i know it sounds like i'd be like low-key going off on people but i'm tired of people's shit particularly family um who have so much to say about how I'm feeling or handling the situation. That's why I feel the way that I do. Because bottom line is, because of his fucked up choices, my children suffer the consequences. Um, My children get the short end of the stick, especially the one who's old enough to remember him being a significant part of her life. And I am left to pick up the pieces for that. Um, And that's something I'm going on a journey (laughs) to figure out. And I will keep sharing and having professionals come on to talk about and having people who share similar experiences come on to talk about outside of this series. Because what I'm not gonna do is continue to talk about him. Like he's not gonna dominate my podcast. But I did think that this series was important now through my healing, through me sharing, through me just talking shit and having fun. I'll get to touch on some topics and you all will know you will have some context and you will know where some of some of these things come from. Um, so that was the point of this series. But anyway, like I said, he's not actively involved with mine, but he is over there. It bothers me to no end. It just does. I'm human. And so this is where telling my story and building my network and my community and my village helps me because you all come along with me on this journey and adjust my crown and call out those moments where I'm being too hard on myself or I'm being unrealistic or I'm right. And yeah, Chris, fuck that nigga. You right. (laughs) Like that is what I love. And that is what I need. And that is what I hope continues to happen. But what I didn't need more of in my circle and the reason I decided to put this series out there and share my story is all the speculation about, oh, yeah, she was just dumb. And, you know, I heard she let him do this to her and she let him do that. And she was looking stupid, you know, posting him online and the whole time he was doing this and this and that. Listen, That nigga had been playing in my face. I used to show up at his job because of the hours he used to work. I would show up with meals and shit after I got off work or before I went to work or ran errands or whatever I had to do for the day to make sure he was eating. Home-cooked meals. Legit used to cook and go bring his shit to him. Like where this bitch was working with him. Like bitch would look up in my face along with all his colleagues who knew. Everybody was looking in my face while I was looking stupid being the wife (laughs) that I wanted to be. I would really, really take care of him because that's, I took my role as a wife seriously. And these bitches knew the whole time. That's why when I went to jail, they were like, we don't want to see you in here. You know, this fucked up that you in here. I'm like, well, y'all should have called y'all partner on his bullshit, but you didn't. And that's, this is where we are. And yes, I said that in jail with handcuffs on. <laughs> I was like, y'all ain't want to see me in here, then y'all shouldn't have condoned this shit. Y'all all knew what was going on between the two of them for a fucking year before I found out. And y'all thought it was cute. And y'all played in my face when I would come here. Y'all all knew when I was bringing meals and shit. I, don't don't tell me anything. Because if you cared, you would have called him on this shit. Or at the very least, some of y'all f- women. I'm trying to stop calling people out of their names. Some of you women would have given me a heads up. I, would, I, I know people feel like it's not their business. But I'm just a strong believer in community. And I would have liked to know. Okay? Y'all see my man out there making me look stupid? Please tell me. Because I'm that girl. I will tell you. That's all I'm saying. So that's it for... The story for the series. Real life, the game, Melanie and Derwin. Except that nigga wasn't a professional athlete and definitely didn't bring home professional athlete money. And I could never go to med school. And he ain't had no break baby. He had a side baby. Like, so I guess not Melanie and Derwin. But y'all get what I'm saying. Like <laughs> some TV shit. Like this was some straight bullshit. So now you know the story and I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders and I have put out my truth and I said what the fuck I said. I said what I said and so I am ready to accept all that comes with that. In the meantime, I am embracing the popularity of my podcast and the growth And I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I appreciate the support so much. I have been able to connect with people that I've never gotten an opportunity to connect to. I've been able to connect, to reconnect with people that I once had a connection to just by opening up and sharing this and letting go of some of that shame and embarrassment that I was holding on to. I just simply don't give a fuck no more. (laughs) I just don't care. Um, So I hope that. That was helpful and beneficial to some of you, entertaining to some of you. I'm sure that's what it was. Listen, nosy people welcome too. I'm a nosy bitch. I'm cool with that. Thank you for listening. As always, reply via email at neverchristenselthepodcast at gmail.com or on our Instagram at podcast. My personal Instagram at chrisleshawn22. It's K-R-I-S-L-A-S-H-O-N-2-2 or my personal Facebook at Chris LaShawn. And we also have Facebook, Never Chris and the Podcast. You can also go to Anchor and look up the podcast and leave me voice messages that could be shared on a later episode. Thank you all for listening. See you on the next episode. Bye.